Do you want an intro? Sure. We don't have an intro. We don't have an intro. We have an intro. Um, <laughs> maybe we can, I don't know. How Catholic is it? <laughs> Welcome to How Catholic Is It? Um, I'm one of your hosts, Joanna. And I am your other host, Matthew. All right. Um, it's weird, like, making a podcast. It's just weird because I feel like my podcast voice is different from my normal voice. I feel like it's just, like, gentler, you know? Yeah, I don't want to scare people away. Mm-hmm. You don't want, like, that just ear murder? Yeah. Your your podcast voice is kind of different. It's like, I don't know, it's like, welcome to Smooth Jazz Radio. <laughs> like, very, like, radio persona. Well, I've been told that I have a very calming voice. That's not just me, so. You do. You do. It's true. I want to use the most of that calmingness. <laughs> Yeah, that's completely fair. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. What do you... So today, Joanna's going to host an episode. She's got the the idea. She has been very adamant that we don't talk yes, about there's the been podcast. a gag order about, you know, the topic of the week so that we save it all. And I've been working on this one. I've been watching a lot of episodes just because I'm a fan mm-hmm. in general, um, and I'll, I'll get in. I'll get into it a little bit. It's kind of complicated, but I don't know, Matthew. Do you want to ask me the question? So, Joanna, what are we going to be talking about today? Well, today we're talking about how Catholic is America's next top model. <laughs> just imagining the the end song for America's Next Top Model where they disappear, one of the people, and just like phase them out of existence. That's just what that's us entering into eternal life. No. <laughs> you leaving purgatory and entering heaven. So if you've never watched America's Next Top Model, it is a reality television show. Uh, big quotes on the reality. Um, but yeah, it's a reality television show hosted by Tyra Banks where uh, women, sometimes men in some cycles, but you, mostly women, um, will compete to be America's Next Top Model. And so they go every week, they have, they usually have like a mini challenge and they'll have like a photo shoot. Some weeks there's runway walks and it just goes through different components and aspects of modeling so what does modeling have to do with catholicism that's an excellent question i don't have an answer (laughs) (laughs) i just wanted to talk about this i didn't uh full disclosure i didn't really do my research on you know catholic moral teaching but i think that there are some obvious um there's some obvious things that aren't so great about it just right off the bat um you know, one thing being it's very focused on, you know, outward appearances, and it can kind of promote vanity in a way. Um, mm. And not only that, but um, it being a reality television show, it definitely exploits some of the girls. There are some really tragic stories about, you know, the the after effects 
of being in America's Next Top Model, um, a lot of the women speak out about feeling dehumanized and just feeling like, again, like they were exploited. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's the bad, but there's a lot of, I'm going to stop myself right there. I don't know if there's a lot of good. I think it definitely <laughs> indulges my trashy reality television. Um, I don't know. What would be the word? Like, it scratches it, that itch? Yeah, exactly. And the, the narratives that they do are very entertaining. You know, there's usually like the quote-unquote, you know, bitchy girl there's usually you know the the underdog the you know the weird girl with very unconventional looks and i will say that that's something really cool that it almost makes modeling a little bit more accessible because you have you feel like you have a little bit of an inside world or an inside uh, view on the world of modeling and i don't think that modeling in itself is necessarily a bad thing you know i think that the church you know is it safeguards everything that's beautiful. And I don't think that you could say that, you know, photographing somebody, you know, in a way that is beautiful uh, is a bad thing. Mm -hmm. um, granted, there's sometimes, you know, a distortion of that beauty. Like, you know, um, sometimes these models will have kind of like lewd poses, um, you know, wearing not so modest clothing. But there are some really beautiful photos that have been produced on that show and some really beautiful girls inside and out who have been through, you know, through that show. Um, one of my favorites, I just watched this cycle, cycle six. That's, um, that's by a lot of America's Next Top Model fans. That's usually credited as the best season because there were so many like good girls, good models on that, on that season. Um, and the winner, spoiler alert, <laughs> Danielle Evans. She now goes by Danny Evans. She's got such a beautiful personality um and she's just funny she's so funny to watch and so f just fun to watch and she her face is amazing she produces the most beautiful photos um but yeah it's things like that that you know modeling in and of itself isn't bad i think it's just the way that they can exploit the girls and make questionable decisions mm. um sometimes um and again that distortion of beauty as well that kind of makes the show a little bit questionable. I don't know. What do you think, Matt? Because you've seen some episodes with me. What are your thoughts? Yes, I have uh, definitely, by being married to Joanna, watched <laughs> a, a couple of episodes of America's Next Top Model. I'd a rather couple. not divulge <laughs> the actual number. <laughs> but I don't know. I think with me, reality TV is something that really gets my um, holier-than-thou uh, side going. Where I feel like I'm always like, oh man, I would never do something like that. So I feel like I try to avoid reality TV because I know yeah. that about myself. You're the king of snarky comments when we watch America's Next Top Model. I try, I try to, to hold it back, but sometimes there's just something within me. Like I guess it's pride that I like, which is why I just don't watch a lot of reality TV. Uh, but I guess a question is we're talking a lot about beauty, so I guess it'd be helpful to define what beauty is. Like, is there an objective definition that you could give uh, does beauty do something and that like we can look and judge something whether it is like truly beautiful or if it is a distortion of beauty mm -hmm. um i think this is not you know catholic church teaching but i think that beauty is what points us to good 
Like there's like what's beautiful is good, you know, and mm-hmm. what's good is beautiful. Um, you know, I mean, maybe not what's beautiful is good because a lot of times the devil can kind of present sin and present things as beautiful that are not. For example, like what I was talking about, like, you know, like lewd photos, I guess you could say that in a way that they look you know, beautiful. There's a little bit of truth in that because, you know, the women who like are in these photos, you know, they're made in the image of likeness in God and mm-hmm. so are their bodies and that's beautiful. But that's to put it on display for everybody to see is not necessarily what I would call beautiful or ordered. Mm. Um, so I guess that's my take on it. You know, um, it, it points us to the truth. Um, and inherently, you know, what is good is beautiful. So kind of like the, the three transcendentals, I think mm-hmm. they're called. Mm-hmm. True, good, and beautiful. Yeah, I think there's also a component of, you know, a lot of times the unconventional being beautiful in um, America's Next Top Model. Like, you know, there have been girls, like Danny Evans has a gap uh, in her teeth and that seems beautiful. And, you know, a lot of times, like, people will be made fun of things like this, like that, like freckles and things like that. Like, there are people who definitely you wouldn't say that they're conventional beauties on that show. They mm. love like an odd beauty. And I think that's so great to see um, as, you know, just like the regular average Joe, because again, it kind of makes like it, it makes me look at myself and think like maybe I am like, conven- you know, like maybe I am beautiful, mm-hmm. you know, even if I'm not like if, even if I'm not like a model, you mm. know. I, I am so beautiful and I think that's I think that's a win you know and granted I think that there are some problems with the older seasons especially I think you know the message of body positivity and um, you know yeah I think especially with body positivity I would say um, I think that's more of a more current message that shows up later on in the seasons but in previous seasons um, it, there definitely was this glorification of, you know, uh, much, much thinner women and, you know, kind of pigeonholing anybody that wasn't a size zero into plus size models, mm-hmm. even though they're not necessarily plus size. And of course, not that plus size is a bad thing, but, you know, it just not really, not really modeling for the average woman, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and another bad thing i guess is that the judges in their critiques can be very harsh and not like in a constructive way Mm -hmm. like a lot of times they'll criticize things that the girls like either can't change things that they're not in control of and it just really harps on the girls insecurities when Mm -hmm. you as a viewer are saying i don't know what you're talking about this is a perfectly like this is a perfect a perfectly normal person made in the image and likeness of god what the heck are you talking about that like that this isn't a good photo but again i just i i think that that's one of the downsides as well they can be very cruel yeah i think for me the thing that really bothers me is when they start giving critiques that have nothing to really do with modeling like in like with danny they talked about how she like they didn't like the way she talked and they thought that the way she spoke like wouldn't do well in the modeling industry mm-hmm. which is like i mean for me i think that 
the issue was that, that they thought that she talked black and that mm-hmm. the talking black was unappealing to them. Uh, and Tyra, I think, even like harps on it a few times. And she's like, yeah, I changed the way I talk uh, so that I can be more appealing to people. And I feel like that's one of the ways in which I'm like, I don't think that that necessarily has anything to do with the nature of modeling. Right. And I agree. That's that's a huge thing with the show, too, is that Tyra, her attitude is kind of like, oh, I went through these things. So everybody else has to suffer mm-hmm. through these things. Mm-hmm. I suffered through anti-blackness. So I'm going to put other girls through like colorism and things mm. like that. I suffered from body shaming. So I'm going to body shame these other girls because that's just part of the industry. And that's not true. I think that you can, especially somebody with as much influence and power as Tyra Banks, like I think you can be a voice, you know, of change within the industry by not perpetuating these like stereotypes about the industry and by making a change in the industry. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we kind of talked about beauty, talked about kind of the the drama. Is there anything else you want to talk about about the drama before we move on to like the challenges or the photo shoots? I don't know. Is there anything you can think about? I mean, I think you covered it. I think that they they that you know it's a reality show, and so mm-hmm. a it's lot very the, produced. Yeah, it's very produced, and you can always. I don't know. I always think about the manipulation that must have been happening mm-hmm. off screen to get these girls to say something like that. Mm-hmm. And recently there's been an influence or influx of um, I don't know, interviews with these girls where they talk about what was really going on. And it's just so eye opening to listen to and to be like, you know, I watched them in one through one frame of reference, you know, when I was younger, you know, and more naive you know thinking that this is how things really are and then a completely different frame of reference now you know hearing these girls stories and how um, abandoned and insecure they felt um but yeah it's definitely very produced Mm -hmm. very very produced and um actually um there's a catholic speaker leodaro um she's pretty well known if you're i mean i imagine if you're listening to this podcast you know who leodaro is but um she was on america's next top model and um she was a model she i don't remember if she was the first or second to get eliminated on her cycle but her conversion story is powerful i think she is really um apt to speak up about (laughs) how Catholic or really how not Catholic America's Next Top Model is. Um, I think there's definitely a lot more bad than good, um, unfortunately. A good uh, transition between the drama and I guess the photo shoots is how some photo shoots, it feels like, at least in the, the cycle you're watching now or the last cycle you watched, I can't remember. It all kind of blends together for me. <laughs> uh, where this one girl, like had difficulty showing emotion or she didn't show a lot of emotion and the judges kept like pushing at her and poking at her trying to get her to cry essentially to the point where they literally made a photo shoot of the girls like crying and then she like broke down and it's cycle six yeah and you could definitely see that or at least it felt to me that that was done intentionally just so that they could get this one model to cry like they they fabricated this entire photo shoot just for her to have that like emotional breakdown and so they could get it on camera and then the judges Mm -hmm. could come and be like oh what's wrong and get that (laughs) that production 
Yeah. So I guess what do you think of the photo shoots and how can we look at those through a Catholic lens? Um, I think it depends on the photo shoot mm -hmm. because I don't think there's anything wrong with vulnerability. And that was an interesting photo shoot because that was kind of the whole thing. But they were given like artificial tears or, you know, things to start their artificial tears. Um, I forgot what it's called. I don't know, but it like stings their it's, eyes, right? Yeah, it stung their eyes. So anyways, that's what they used to produce tears. And I feel like that is just the perfect summary of the world of modeling. Like you have this woman who is broken and is going through a crisis. So her story, you know, her kind of narrative was um, that she had a very like controlling kind of manipulative boyfriend back home that would just call her and it felt very uncomfortable as a viewer to watch this toxic relationship and you know you really feel for the girl because you know she's very obviously very frustrated with him and um is trying to convince him you know it's it's a house full of girls like what's she doing and he swears that you know he's like you better not be with boys and it's just very uncomfortable to watch um somebody's brokenness so openly on tv so you have a very a girl who's just very broken um and obviously hurting a lot and um yeah just the artificial tears and the artifice of all of it of the show and the production and then you get real tears from this girl you know and it's just it's so sad because you know that she's not nothing that at, a, at America's Next Top Model is going to fulfill her essentially mm. like you know it, it leaves it leaves an emptiness and it's very eerie so that was an interesting photo shoot that you brought up mm -hmm. um other than that uh, thinking of some big photo shoots they've had some controversial photo shoots uh with you know women kind of cross-dressing as men um they've had like uh, basically b uh, blackface, like a race swap, quote unquote, ep mm, uh, multiple that, yeah. race swapping episodes where they do blackface on some of the girls. Um, so they've been caught under, they've been under a lot of fire. There was also another photo shoot where um, it was like modeling stereotypes, stereotypes of models. So they had the diva model and then they had some really problematic choices like, um, the, mo the model, like, on the casting couch, quote-unquote, meaning, you know, implying that, you know, she does, like, sexual favors for the casting director or whatever, mm. which a lot of times isn't about, you know, promiscuity. A lot of times it's about a power imbalance and somebody taking advantage of these vulnerable young women. You know, that's not something to be taken lightly. That's not something to joke about. And then the other thing is that was presented, the other things that were presented were like anorexia and bulimia, which is so, so insensitive because who knows, so many women go through some form of eating disorder. And again, to make light of it and make it look glamorous is just absolutely ridiculous. Like that's not like, again, the photo might've been striking. It might've appeared beautiful, but the message behind that is not beautiful at all. Um, I think that the beauty shots, which is, you know, like a close up face shot. Um, I think that those are also, I think that those are really beautiful and kind of 
they're usually very light and airy. And those are some of my favorite favorite photos, you know, produced on the show. But they're also heavily retouched, like a lot of other photos are in modeling. Um, you know, one of the in an interview I was watching with one of the Cycle Six contestants, Joni, she was talking about how her beauty shot for Cover Girl for one of the challenges was actually her least favorite photo because she said that she looked at it and she was like, "That was not me." Mm. That they, you know, plumped up her lips, they like retouched her skin. It was like completely smooth, and she just felt like she didn't look like herself. Um, and I just think that that's really sad that even some of the less problematic shoots like still um, proved to be pretty pro problematic. So I guess a question following that is if you like does does this show set girls up to be top models? That's what that's what the the name of the show is do people find success after this do you think it like helps them see what the actual world of modeling would be like or what are your thoughts on that um i think it actually depends again um there's some very notable names um in the world of modeling uh you know like danny evans molly sue uh carrie d um yeah, there are some women who who actually had um, a great career in modeling, you know, after Top Model. But for the most part, um, you know, apparently Tyra Banks doesn't even, like, look your way. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. they, she doesn't really interact with the models. Um, a lot of the judges, like, proved not to be supportive. And in the world of modeling, being on top model kind of makes you like a little bit of a pariah in, you know, in in terms of being able to work with an agency because then you always have this stigma of, you know, top model girl on you. So it's it's a mixed bag. It definitely depends. And a lot of the girls who do make it um, work really, really hard to, first of all, destigmatize themselves from that top model stigma and just to remain relevant. You know, they're out there on castings, you know, doing everything they can to get jobs because modeling is only a well, a very well-paying job for a select few. Um, there are also models, you know, who have openly talked about how the show kind of ruined them emotionally afterwards, gave them trauma. Um, one of the models, unfortunately, she landed in jail um, because she um, she just couldn't make it. You know, she had a substance abuse issue and um, she was, um, I think she got charged with like, I don't know, breaking and entering into homes because she was robbing to, to you know, support that addiction. Um, and she's in jail to this day. And it's really sad because Tyra exploited her not once, but twice um, in this, you know, she participated in this America's Next Top Model spinoff called Modelville. And she just had like a very public breakdown saying how when she didn't win because she thought that she deserved it because she didn't have the money um, and she was very distraught. So it's very sad to see like the fallout of some of these girls. Like I said, America, America's Next Top Model, you know, if you're broken, it doesn't, 
it, it doesn't fix anything. Mm-hmm. Like, if you come in broken, you're going to remain broken. Okay, so, sounds like we've been crashing on America's Next Top Model for the past <laughs> whatever amount of time we've been I really recording. was thinking that I was going to have better things to say, but now talking about it, I'm like, oh gosh. <laughs> so, I guess what... At its best, because, you, you know, it's it's going to be a mixed bag most of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's different photo shoots, there's different judges, different models. At its best, what would be the best takeaways we can get from America's Next Top Model? Um, I love its creativity. I love, again, that you can find beauty in unconventionality. Um, you know, just because um, the the stereotype of beauty is one way. <laughs> I'm sorry, my son's snoring. <laughs> He's sleeping on my lap. Our son is snoring. He's asleep. Yeah, the newest member of the How Catholic Is It crew. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so that you can find beauty in the unconventional. And I think also that um, just the creativity, the overall creativity of the show. So I'm just going to let it go for a second. That just let me know that I need to like do some editing at that spot. So, okay, so you're talking about creativity and, like, what we can take away. Yeah, I think that a lot of the shoots are very creative and very fun. It's just, it can be a very fun show sometimes. Very fun and lighthearted. When the girls aren't at each other's necks, they actually develop some really sweet relationships Mm -hmm. uh, and can be kind of protective over each other. And, you know, like a, I don't know, it, it can be, it can present friendship i guess sometimes it's it's nice to see that those moments where they're getting along it's very warm um yeah i think you can see that in especially towards the end when you're in like the final four the final three i think they the production team kind of like walks back because you know you've got enough tension and things worrying about like the finale so i feel like it does come out pretty well in that last those last couple episodes I would agree. So I think that's the best takeaway. <laughs> Other than that, there's just so many drawbacks with the show. There's so much controversy surrounding it. Mm-hmm. So then that brings me to my final question. Well, I guess second to final question. If you could change anything, <laughs> if you could change anything about America's Next Stop Model to make it more Catholic, what would it be? I think that I would change Tyra Banks' involvement. <laughs> all of it. Just all of it. Throw all of it away. But I don't know. I wish that Tyra would really be receptive to all the criticism that she's getting and really mm. truly become a mentor for these girls and really start thinking about how she can change the industry for the better and for the protection of these girls. Um they're so vulnerable and they really need to be protected. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of these girls are just just turning 18 mm-hmm. or like very young. They're so young and, you know, think of yourself at 18. And if you're not 18, you know, yeah, you're going to look back and be like, what the heck? Like, you know, <laughs> I was not a responsible adult at 18 who could, you know, regulate my emotions. It's mm-hmm. very, it would have been very easy to manipulate and take advantage of me back then. But... Yeah, I think that, you know, Tyra Banks has a huge role in this. And I think everybody involved is complicit in the exploitation of these young girls. Mm. Um, 
and you know trying to get a story but i think that these you know i think that things will happen very organically you know if you want to tell a story of friendship that's so much that's so much more feel good than a story of everybody being rivals you know mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with a healthy spirit of competition and i'm sure that there is like in, in the finale a lot of times like there's a healthy sense of competition mm -hmm. you know instead of like constantly tearing each other down and they i feel like they really push these girls to do just that to tear each other down to build themselves up but that's not that's not healthy rivalry that's not um competition in a good sense because there's nothing wrong with being competitive and wanting you know excellence but it is wrong when it leads you to you know to sin and to, mm -hmm. to break others down so i guess uh any closing thoughts before we wrap this thing up i think i've said my piece mm -hmm. all right so then it's I... really not as bad as i make it sound i'm sorry i feel like at times it can be it can be but it's oh. those moments are just moments mm -hmm. there's some great funny moments in america's next top model well then that leads me to my final question is how catholic is america's next top model we've got our rating scale for those who are new here of zero to ten rosary beads uh ten rosary beads being the most catholic like you are the pope and zero rosary beads being um not the pope <laughs> <laughs> so what would you rate america's next top model I think I would give it, I'm going to say 2.5 out of 10 rosary beads. Mm. Not super Catholic, but there's some good. There's mm -hmm. some good in there. There's a little bit that's redeemable. Yeah. There's a little. It's, it's redeemable. You know, and if, in future cycles, if there are any, I think that it can head in a better direction. Right. Yeah, I would definitely rate it two rosary beads from the limited viewing that I've had. I think two rosary beads is fair. That gives us a, what, 2.25 <laughs> out of 10? Yes. So use your prudential judgment yes. with this one. Definitely. Maybe not show this one to your kids unless you've had several conversations yes. about and beauty. Definitely watch it in moderation. Mm. Not like me who binge watches an entire season <laughs> in one day, but in moderation. <laughs> what is it saying? Like, don't do as I do, do as I say. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we do a podcast. All right, so thank you for listening to our podcast as we ramble on about pop culture and pretty much okay. just the things that we like. Uh, please let us know if you have any topics you'd like us to cover and always give us a rating on iTunes and Google Play if we ever upload these there. <laughs> and we'll be seeing you next time. Mm -hmm. when i get to cover something mm -hmm. and i have no idea what i'm gonna cover we'll see yeah hope you enjoyed our son's snoring mm -hmm. okay so just like we don't have an intro we also don't have an outro <laughs> so we will catch you later bye <laughs> <laughs> bye <laughs> bye bye, bye. <laughs> That's perfect.